Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning into this Thursday pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. Today is Thursday, the day after Wednesday, and it has been a long week. As you've already heard, I had to do poll work on Tuesday, and it really was a long ass day. But I love being part of my community, and I love helping in any way that I can. It is something I'm very passionate about. You, Everyone knows I love politics. The reason I love politics is because it has something to do with the things that we experience on a daily basis. And you can't be scared to talk about these people, these emotions, and these things. Typically, I like to use humor when discussing it because it's fun. We definitely have a lot to talk about with no media allowed today. But in the meantime, let's get into the mantra. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your power. First, by recognizing, yes, you can. Yes, you can conquer your fear. Yes, you can achieve a goal and become better at something. Yes, you can put your effort into maybe doing things a different way. Yes, you can let go of anger. Yes, you can walk away. And yes, you can become somebody different. Yes, you can following the yes you can of finding a new hobby speaking a new language baking cookies or getting involved in your community or changing your mind about something you can also decide you want to travel and move and and maybe you want to buy a new car maybe you want to dye your hair a new color maybe you want highlights maybe you want a new backpack or a new sweater whatever you're feeling Yes, you can is the answer. Following the yes, you can is the never give up, just like John Cena says. How can you get to the best part of the story and the happily ever after of the story if you give up halfway through? We have to find ways to persevere through difficulty to not give up. Because if you give up, you're not going to know how far you could have gone if you stuck with something. And not sticking with something is not the answer. Don't give up. Push forward. When things are difficult, typically things that are difficult are things that are important. There's that. You know, I really do think that we need to call things out, call each other out, and be the difference that we're looking for. Following the never give up, thinks John Cena, is... Why not today? Because indecisiveness and the inability to make a decision, we talk about this every day, indecisiveness and procrastination is not going to save you. It's going to be a detriment to you in the long run, and it's going to backfire. You can't say on a daily basis you're going to figure something out and you never start trying to do it. If you don't make a a difference and you don't pick up the phone and respond back to somebody or you don't check your emails or you don't do your hop, if you don't follow through and do the, the things that you need to do, like maybe chores or errands and you don't get things done and you don't fix the dishwasher and you don't go Christmas shopping and you don't go to the grocery store when you actually need milk and you continuously wait to do things and you don't take the time to do them. You're going to fail. That's not going to put you in a good position and you're going to be very upset with yourself. So stop wasting time and stop thinking that tomorrow is promised because it's not. I hate the idea that people don't ever get to say that they love you to somebody that they love that dies.
they didn't go see the person they didn't spend time with somebody that's their family member that could potentially pass away that's sick and the person didn't spend that time i hate the idea that that happens so much we need to put more effort into our daily lives and our our daily activities and we need to be different we need to be reliable responsible and we need to be different we need to hold ourselves accountable and we have to get up and we have to be prepared for whatever happens because what are you waiting for tomorrow for when you could do it today moving on from the main part of the conversation and the mantra of the day let's get to something that we definitely need to talk about no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. First of all, Biden made a comment today or yesterday where he said during a question that was asked why he's doing so badly. And I think he asked the question to, I don't know, the Fox reporter that's in the White House every day. And he said, Fox News is wrong about the numbers because... There's 10 polls and we're only looking at CNN and uh, New York Times. Who's lying to him? Because it's not nice, right? Outside of that, yesterday was the Republican debate on NBC. And there was only one winner, and it was Vivek, okay? Now, I listened to Ben Shapiro earlier today. His commentary was a little whack. I've heard other people, Michael Knowles even made a comment that maybe Vivek went too far. And I'm, this is going to be a longer edition of No Media Allowed, because we have a lot to talk about today. And I'm going to harp on some important things. First of all, and I'm, I'm saying this to all the conservatives and Republicans and those that care about Christian values because we got a lot of problems going on. If we don't have someone that's strong and take takes risks, just like Trump did in 2015, right? We're not going to win. And I know that Ben Shapiro wanted to call Vivek loud and say that he's just you know, a populist and he's just there because he's trying to be that voice. But I don't agree with that. I don't think that he's saying these things or he's calling out NBC and their face and that that was a surprise for them because they definitely looked shocked. I don't think the idea that he called the rest of the people running alongside him puppets for the Uniparty. I agree with that. I think when he called out Nikki Haley and said she was wearing three-inch heels and he compared her to some other losers, that was directed correctly. I think when he even brought up the point that her daughter, who's 25 years old, by the way, she's not a child, she's not five, and she uses TikTok, is insane. Now, I don't have TikTok on my phone. I don't have Timu on my phone. I don't have these Chinese propagandized applications on my device. But I'm not going to fully condemn TikTok, right? I'm not going to do that. Because I believe if you want to go on these things and you want to watch people eat themselves to death or you want to watch somebody say they're going to change their sexuality and do all this whack shit, 
you should have the ability to do it. I think you're losing brain cells. And I think maybe you should really reconsider this. But what do I know? I think that people don't like Vivek for the same reasons they don't like Trump. And I don't think that Vivek is still in a lineup to run for president because he wants to kiss Trump's ass. He is the only one that stood up there and said that he would basically alleviate everything happening to Trump if he became president. He is the only one that said that he would stand beside Donald Trump. He is the only one that has condemned NBC and every other propagandized uh, media outlet for what they did to him for four years when they brought up Russia, Russia, Russia. It was all a joke. He's the only one that did that. Nikki Haley is clearly a part of the Uniparty. The only reason she is there is because they need somebody to try to appeal to white women in suburbia. But listening to her lie about what she did when she had power and how she misused her power and she became a millionaire but she was in debt millions of dollars let's talk about that and why is she getting mad about Vivek talking about her daughter if you're going to become the president you're going to have to deal with a lot of people talking about a lot of things every day do you think Trump had an easy four years when they were condemning his entire family I mean they're still doing it now they are trying to rip his companies from him that he worked hard to build Like, isn't there an American dream? Listening to her hype up Israel in her Twitter feed. And by the way, I took that from Candace Owens. Uh, You should check out our latest episode. It's really entertaining. When she says that she thinks that uh, Nikki Haley should run for the president of Israel. And I 100% agree with her. She wants to hype up Israel saying that Israel doesn't need the United States. But the United States needs Israel. Israel can handle their own shit on their own. And I don't think that the United States necessarily needs Israel. They're the only contact and the only ally that we have available in the East, honestly. Because no one else is an ally. These people live in cave mentalities. And they're operating like it's like BC. And it isn't. These people have come on television and admitted what they did on October 7th (laughs) and all these war mongers especially Nikki Haley talking about her annoying husband that's still you know active duty acting like she's somebody special need to get back and shut up you populist fake wannabe uniparty losers Nobody wants to hear this bullshit, right? It's already been done already. It is not 2004. It is not 2000. It is 2023. And the Democratic Party figured out a way to take away our ability to choose who we actually wanted to be the president. And why isn't there a debate for the Democrats? Why are they just allowing Joe Biden to be the only one running? What's going on there? Nikki Haley is working for the Uniparty. She's clearly in front of it. 
And I know that Ben Shapiro thinks that Ron DeSantis won. And it's likely he's saying that because they've got some connection going on between Daily Wire and Ron DeSantis. Because it really does seem like a lot of people on that platform like Ron DeSantis. But Ron DeSantis is not going to be the president of the United States of America. Just because he did a great job in Florida does not mean he can handle everything that comes with make America great again. Because the only way you can make America great again is by putting America first. And the only way you can put America first is by being somebody different. And just because he has an experience as a politician, as a governor, doesn't mean that he's qualified. Just like just because Nikki Haley was on some stupid team doesn't mean she's qualified. You know what she's qualified to do? Talk out an elderly home about how she robbed the industry she worked in to pay her debt and become a millionaire. Why don't we talk about that? Why don't we have people who are unapologetic and fearless? I don't want the person leading our country to be Joe Biden or a Democrat because they're not strong. And we don't need a Bush, right? We don't need these fake wannabe Republican people running that aren't doing anything. And honestly, the longer this shit goes on, I don't know when it's going to end. Joe Biden doesn't know what day it is. He can't hold any type of cognitive conversation. The best part of yesterday wasn't this dumbass debate that Vivek won. Tim Scott said one good point about this country was founded on God, and he's 100% correct. Chris Christie is becoming non-existent, and no one's voting for Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is not going to beat Donald Trump. He never was, and it's not happening. And If it becomes a tie between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, it's likely Ron DeSantis is going to beat her. And if it becomes a tie between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, Donald Trump Trump is going to beat all of them. And they know this. So the longer they continue to pretend like they think they have a shot at this, the sadder it's going to get. What exactly is Chris Christie getting out of this? Because he's not going to be the president of the United States of America. We all know it. He should just find, like, a Dunkin' Donut warehouse and go eat all the dough he can because all he cares about is all the unlimited food he's going to get in the back room. I mean, God. It's crazy. These people think we're stupid. The best part of last night was listening to Donald Trump at his rally. And you know what? He had a rally during a presidential debate, which was actually hilarious. And I know that Ben Shapiro and a bunch of others on the right will say that the problem with Trump is he is a loud candidate and he is a voice of and he's doing exactly what the Democratic Party wants him to do. But I think that Donald Trump is is really intelligent And I think that we need to stop lying about what's happening. The numbers are obvious. No one is going to beat him. I'm sorry, Ben. I'm I'm sorry, Daily Wire. Your critique of this is wrong. There's going to be one winner here, and it's going to be Donald Trump.
And when that happens, I want to hear what Ben's going to say. And now I'm somebody that listens to him every day, right? I was listening to him before all the stuff happened with Israel. I was listening to him before other people started siding with Jewish people. I've been an avid Daily Wire listener for a, a very long time, right? I have a membership with them. I, it's not a joke to me. As we know, I'm a conservative, I'm a Christian, and, uh, and I'm also a Republican, so, of course, I listen to the Daily Wire. Of course, I listen to these voices. Of course, every night I'm watching Greg Gutfeld on the couch. Of course. We can't lie to ourselves. Yes, Ronna McDaniel is horrible. Vivek was right about that. She was a pick by Donald Trump. What Donald Trump has to do is come out and say that they need to get rid of her. The problem isn't Trump. And yesterday, Ben said on his podcast, maybe the reason Trump won is because Hillary was so bad. I think Trump won because he wasn't one of them. And I think the reason he's going to win again is because, again, he's still not one of them. His family is being attacked in New York. Imagine if that was yours. That's all I'm going to say. If Letitia James was coming after Ben Shapiro or the Daily Wire or anybody, anywhere, anytime, any place, how would you feel if everybody on the left was trying to kill you and ruin your life in any way possible? They want to bankrupt you. They want to take away your corporation that you spent your entire life building. They want to take away your ability to make money. And Daily Wire is a company. It's a corporation. It makes money as well. It is profited off of people that sign up to use it, just like a bunch of other companies, just as well as other leftist things that are available. Like if you're a listener to NBC or something, it's the same thing. We have to come together. And until we understand that, people sound stupid. I'm just going to say that. But there's more to the conversation outside of just that. Renting is the play to high interest goes away for sure. Buying a real. I think renting is the play to interest rates go away because how do you afford a house with an interest rate of 8%? Why would you do that to yourself? And I know some people are willing to do it, but I don't see the point. Like, seriously? For what? What What is the point of you indebting yourself? Why? How's that going to benefit you, dude? Like, I guess I don't get it. Like, I guess... I'm just questioning, like, how's this beneficial? But what do I know? I just think that we have to be smarter. Not only did we witness an abysmal failure of that stupid Republican debate that shouldn't have been on NBC, and I'm glad that that called out NBC and started asking them questions about the Russia hoax that happened. 
But in other news in the media, it looks like Iran has done another attack on Americans. It's been 46. Biden hasn't done anything, right? There's been more attacks on college campuses. These people aren't being, like, punished the way they need to be punished. And we keep allowing people to misuse their power. Why do we give them power? We have to do a far better job of electing people and voting. And I'm beginning to think that these votes are rigged. The ballots are rigged. And do you know that Connecticut got caught with some woman doing ballot harvesting and the governor of Connecticut had the audacity to say that they figured it out because the cameras caught it. But the only reason the cameras caught it is because someone leaked it. Right? The other day, a leak came out about the shooter from South Carolina, from a well-known source. And uh, when they give you the truth, and with the Crowder, it's always weird. I'm glad it went to Crowder. I don't have anything against Crowder. I listen to him occasionally. I have a very precise uh, group of people that I like to listen to because I like a certain view that I like to ad- adhere to. I listen to Dinesh, right? I listen to Dan Bongino. I listen to Guy. I, I-, I listen to a lot of people. I, I like similar positions to mine. I, I am a Christian conservative and I do have values in my family and things like that. And I take all that very seriously. I go to parish every Sunday and I'm, I'm very in tuned with that. Surprise attack on a particular site. But I'm telling you, why aren't we calling out Iran? Why aren't we fighting for Americans? Why does Nikki Haley want to point out all the reasons why Israel doesn't need America, but then say that America should help them. Why do we have some video on Candace Owens' show about some chick getting pulled over for driving drunk the wrong way on a road by a police officer, and she uses her victimhood to try to get away with it? Why is that possible? That's what's happening with the Democratic Party. You've got kids in college concerned about their lives more so in New York than Israel because there's people running around with Palestine flags saying from the river to the sea Palestine will be free except Palestine won't be free because Israel isn't yours to keep and the more we allow this and we continue to act like the crap that they're saying is real the worse it's going to get like I said these people need to be blacklisted Now, I know people don't agree with me, and especially Candace Owens and probably others, but I think they need to get blacklisted. I'm off of freedom of speech, but like to an extent, this is not freedom of speech. This is you maliciously going out of your way to support a terrorist group. And if you're going to support the terrorist group, then you should live where the terrorists are. You shouldn't have any of the handouts and the great life that comes with being an American, if you want to support that, if you want to run around with these Palestine flags and you want to kill people on the street and you want to endanger people's lives, then you should move 
Tyran. Right? Hillary Clinton went on The View yesterday. And she was so pathetic talking about how mad she was that she lost. She will never have any power. And they can bring her on TV and give her a microphone. But she'll never have been the president. And that really stings her ass. Her husband cheated on her with Monica Lewinsky. And she never got over that. She's never been that bright. She's never been that pretty. She's been a dumbass for a long time. And it couldn't be more obvious. And these people are desperate. They go on these stupid shows that no one watches. And they think people are listening to them. Meanwhile, the only thing that's happening is people are making fun of them because they're idiots. There's a war in America between sound-minded individuals and insane people. And we have to continue to be sound-minded and ignore these crazy motherfuckers. It's not pretty out here. There's serious problems. But we have to fight it together. I think more people are coming to the conclusion that Democrat is the party of death. And I think Republicans have to do a better job of talking about abortion. And they have to just say it simply. If you're willing to support killing babies, then you need to be willing to support spending the rest of your life in jail for murder. That's it. You don't get to have the the freedom to kill a life outside of rape, incest, or you dying with a pregnancy. You shouldn't be able to have an abortion just because you don't want to have a kid because it's inconvenient. Then maybe you should have safe sex. There has to be better rules here. And the idea that 15 weeks isn't okay. You want to have the ability to kill a baby up to nine months is wicked and disgusting and evil. There is no other word outside of it, evil. And if Ohio wants to change its writings in the Constitution, then let Ohio burn in the hell that they are creating. We can't save these people. They're stupid and they're idiots and they want this. So let them have it. If they want these bad people running the streets and these illegal aliens coming in from another country, potentially going to kill them and their family and take everything they have, then they can continue to make these stupid decisions. The older generation is getting older in America and young people aren't having kids. That means we're dying. That means there aren't there isn't any generational wealth. That means things are going to get different. That means we can't really make fun of China because we're, we're worse than China. I want to tell you that things are going to get better when it comes to politics, but I don't think they're going to. I think Donald Trump is going to be the president of the United States of America. Maybe Vivek will be the vice president. He'll definitely have a role in the White House at some point. And I'm not saying that Vivek is still on the stage claiming he wants to run to be president because he wants a role in the White House with Trump. Maybe he actually thinks he can win. Maybe he is just holding, you know, the seat for Trump till he comes back. But I like what he's saying. I like that he called out NBC. I like that he called out Nikki Haley. 
I like that he's unapologetic and I don't support shitty fake media and I listen to Fox but I'm still skeptical about them too especially with the voting machines and the people that own it and the, and the way they got rid of Tucker Carlson and I have a lot of questions and there really isn't an answer to it and then I have questions about Daily Wire especially Ben Shapiro and his closeness with Ron DeSantis and how he says that's his friend that's great dude but like your relationship with him is too close for you to have any like ability to see reality here's the reality Donald Trump is sweeping the floor with these losers here's the reality these aren't debates because he's not there here's the reality he is the only voice of the people, and he is the only one that brought Israel and the United States together. Here's the reality. I like the fact that Donald Trump is unpredictable. Being predictable is not good when it comes to war. Here's the reality. None of this shit would have been happening if Biden wasn't president, but he is. If we don't get our shit together on the Republican side, get rid of Ronald McDonald and give Republicans the ability to talk about, I don't know, abortion and the fucking We got work to do. I don't think that Israel should stop what they have started. I think that they need to hold out. And journalists are there. It's because. And these idiots that are roaming around on the streets of New York and Chicago and everywhere else with their stupid Palestine flag acting like that's fixing the issue of the anti-Semitic insanity are just showing who they are. And we need to write down their names and record their faces and let these decisions that they're making be the detriment of their entire lives. Because if we don't hold them accountable, who will? The generations aren't adding up and we're messing up here. And Republicans have to do a better job of talking. Republicans have to do a better job of Building familiarity and easiness and closeness and something that brings you together with someone. They need to do a better job of that. Are they doing a better job of that? I don't know. I don't think so. I do think that we have work to do. And I think the only way the work is going to be done. Because the journalists knew about that. Is if we continue to call these liars out. I'm all for Donald Trump and Vivek 2024. Let's see if that gets done. Basically, there's problems. And America isn't fixing it.
I think that we have a lot of work to do. And I think until we accept reality and face it, we're not going to be able to move forward. In the meantime, it's a Thursday, and that was a long extended edition of No Media Allowed. Embracing that should murder do us part till murder do us part. I like that saying, meaning now and forever. The vows that bring a man and a woman together are something that shouldn't be broken. And I think that we have a problem in the world where people don't value marriage. They don't value togetherness and they don't value love. They don't understand it. This isn't the first time I've talked about relationships or love or or topics like this, but I think it's important I talk about it now. Young people are not getting married. They're not having kids. They're not doing anything. We should be concerned about that. I just spoke about that in No Media Allowed. The, the older generation is getting older. We're dying. We're not living longer. That's not really a great thing, is it? I don't know. We, we have work to do here. In advance. The other three pseudo-journalists were there as well. I think that till death do us part means like, hey, if you're going to do something, I'm going to do it right back to you. But does that always work out in our favor? I don't think so. Maybe instead of till death, it should be till murder. But if you're going to do something that stupid, you better have a really good getaway plan. And really, there's no way to get away with murder. So just don't do it. Um, There's been a lot of shows over the years about you know, committing murder and how how to get away with murder or like these documentaries where they talk about murderers and things. And typically with a documentary, the person did it like we know that maybe a relationship isn't worth it getting to that extent. Like if you love somebody, you can try to make it work. But if you're going to move to death as a way of coming across a like decision, that's probably not the best way to get to it. I'm just saying. Well, prepared to take pictures of Hamas's atrocities. I'm just saying. Cocaine godmother. Which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Renting. This is what I want to talk about. I talked about it earlier. Renting is the play to high interest goes away. Right? Me and Skip are ready to move. And we were going to buy a house. But the interest rates have gotten ridiculous. But it's not happening right now. But it's okay. Where are we moving? I have no idea because this dude doesn't want to talk about anything. He's more of a planner than a like a 
a talker, and I guess I'm a talker, whatever. Everyone has their thing. Anyways, um, it's really bad, like, if you're young and you're trying to figure it out. There's, like, no way to figure it out. I don't think the Fed, like, truly prepared for this. I don't think they had any idea of where this was going. And I just think that they hung us out to dry, honestly. I think that they thought that they were going to be able to continue this bullshit over and over and over. And, like, no one was going to start to question, like, what they were doing. How long can the lies last? Like, when's when's the limit over? That's my question. Because, like, literally, how much more do we have to endure here? How many more lies are left? Right? How many? It's just, it's insane. It is totally insane. It's like, it's not fair. You pay your taxes, you go to work every day, you do, you follow the law and you get punished. The middle gets fucked in every way, right? And unless you're a fucking registered nurse and you own your own business or something like that, you're always going to be one step behind. And that shit's not fair. Unless you make like $100,000 a year or you make like more than that, this shit's like nearly impossible. They can't keep fucking around with the numbers and doing whatever they want. They messed up during COVID to an extent that they can't fix. And the only people that are left victims is us. Buying a real Christmas tree. Well, I wanted to buy a real Christmas tree, but Skip's like, if we buy a real Christmas tree... All the stuff is going to get everywhere and it's going to damage the car. And I'm like, I don't care about all that. I want a real Christmas tree. I want the real Christmas tree and I want it. And he's like, no. So I don't know what we're doing, but we need to get a new Christmas tree because we don't have one. I don't know why he wants to get a new Christmas tree every year. I find it annoying. The less I have to be in a Walmart, the better I feel. But here we go again. So I don't think we're going to get a real one as much as I want one. That's sort of a bummer because I was excited about the smell of the Christmas tree, but it's probably too much work. So maybe at some point we'll get a real one, but it probably won't be this year. Reliability is a gift. I feel like reliability is a gift, but someone just said to me, it's not about you showing up on time. It's about you doing something right. And that left me feeling like, Okay, but if I'm like four fucking hours late and even if I do something right, isn't that going to be bad? I think people don't value people that are reliable and I think that people don't value people that do what they're supposed to do. I think they like insanity and chaos and people that don't really have a value. 
And I think that they like that. I think that they enjoy that. I really do. But I'm still going to be the one that's on the side of reliability being a gift. Knowing when to remain silent. If you're in a situation where you're not sure what people are thinking or saying, it's a good time not to say anything and to actually remain silent. Silence can be your best friend, especially don't talk to people that you don't know. Don't say the things to people that you're not aware of like that because it could come to backfire you. So I would totally stay away from that. The less you say, the better off you will be. Fate is real. Fate is real, man. I know we talk about negativity all the time. And we talk about things that don't always feel great. They don't. But fate, when something is meant to be, it typically happens. That's. I think that's how life works. Moving into watching things. Till murders do us part. That's a show that looks okay. True Lies, that's a movie that I want to watch again. I think I've seen it, but it's really old. Cocaine Godmother, I don't know. I saw that on, I think, Hulu. Eh, Werewolves Within, eh, Death on the Nile. I wouldn't mind watching that again. I want to watch it from the beginning this time because I think I only saw it halfway through, so I definitely want to see it from the beginning of this time. But it looks like it's definitely something that I'd like. You know I like mysteries, so we'll, we'll give it a try. How many seasons of Hell's Kitchen are there? Way too many. I have been watching, I still have been watching Kitchen Nightmares on Hulu, and I am definitely enjoying it. I've also been looking at um, Storage Wars and the Holiday Baking Series on the Cooking Channel and just really enjoying normal television. Uh, I haven't really found anything that I want to look at on Netflix. Even though Netflix is like $22 right now. But I think I'll start watching Hell's Kitchen again at some point. We'll see what happens. Me and Skip are watching this show on Disney. That looks pretty good. And we're watching Gangs of London. That's pretty good as well. Outside of that, we really haven't started anything new. Tomorrow, AEW is coming on. So can't wait to watch that. And fight night begins tomorrow as well. So we'll see what happens. I will see you in a moment because we got to talk about food. The podcast isn't going on. I played you just now. Yeah, I fell for it. Moving on from watching things like WWE on a Friday night. Smackdown! Get ready to roll! Sausage potato pasta bake. Sausage pasta sauce cheese bake eat go boom broccoli cheese soup so broccoli chop it up into decent sized pieces and chunks it shouldn't be frozen but it can be but you still need to put it use some scissors or one of those veggie graters and really get it to you know a very good thing then you add in cheese heavy cream more mozzarella cheddar mix it together some olive oil continue to mix it you really want this to be thick and creamy and i think you'll be very happy white wine garlic butter bucatini doesn't that just sound beautiful 
I think that's like a, an Italian dish that I definitely want to learn how to make. Eggnog bunt cake spice spaghetti. Mmm. No, I'm sorry. Eggnog bunt cake. What is a bunt cake? I'm intrigued and I want to like research it. I did find a recipe on Pinterest and maybe I'll try it. But I'm not sure what that would like taste like but i figure i feel like we should give it a try it might be something that we really like i like pineapple upside down cakes i like red velvet i like chocolate i like swirl i even like yellow i do like a variety of things i think red velvet is definitely my fave for it but we'll see what happens Moving on from that, bunt cake to spicy spaghetti. So basically, how do you do spicy spaghetti? Obviously, you add in jalapenos and a little bit of hot sauce and then, like, the tomatoes and all that stuff, too, plus the spaghetti. You mix it, add in more peppers, maybe even banana peppers if you really want that kick. Um, you're going to want to mix cheese, and you're going to really want to simmer the sauce to get the layers of the flavor. If you simmer the sauces and you really take your time to build the flavor with the sauce, you can legitimately add in whatever pasta you want. But for it to be spicy spaghetti, you have to use either angel hair or actual spaghetti to get that. A five-minute feta fried egg. Does that sound like something you'd want to try? I mean, I'd give it a try. I like eggs, so maybe it wouldn't be that bad. I saw the recipe on Pinterest, and I'm really going to give it a try. We'll see what happens. My friends, it is the end of this Thursday pod. I honestly thought the podcast was going to be longer because I kept talking about what happened in that debate last night. But it didn't. So it's the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to a lot of my mumbo-jumbo on this Thursday. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are, and you are the light in the darkness so I can see, and I hope that I can be the light in your darkness so that you can see. Together, we're going to light up the world, and we're going to change everything one step at a time. We are stars, and I will see you same place, same time tomorrow. Bye. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. Born to be a star. See you tomorrow. Bye.